This is a Head Cannon Circus production. <laughs> yeah, I love that intro, man. It's tight. What's going on, everybody? Uh, we're, we're back from um, Juneteenth the second. We'll call it. We, we don't acknowledge that other holiday. We just want to keep it moving like that. Facts. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's your boy Sudanem Slim, aka today I'm I'm Iron Chef Sudo, hooking up some pollo fajitas for my mamita. You know what I mean? Got the chicken okay. in there, marinating, chopped up the, the onions, the peppers. So, you know, we're going to get it rolling later on. But what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? You bringing up the sous vide? Sous vide no, no, I didn't have the sous vide. <laughs> not, not today. Nah, I'll let y'all know next good. time. Nah, I'm good, man. I'm in the building, man. According to one himself, young Jason, we about to go. We got a, another crazy show here. And then... uh. I, I'm just scared about how we're going to end this show. I just want to make sure we, we sustain because we're so close to getting enough YouTube hours and subscribers that we can start making some money. So I'm getting, we're getting real close. So I'm always wondering when that, when that one comment where YouTube be like, all right, enough is enough. Shut it they down. So they monetized before we get monetized. <laughs> and it's because, it's because of the one and only Papa Bear Nip, your neighborhood alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? Cause I had one, maybe two drinks, man. My alcoholic. <laughs> when you say alcoholic, how you said alcoholic? Yeah, you alcoholic for real. Yeah, yeah alcoholic. <laughs> the brolic alcoholic. There you go. <laughs> oh man, let's go ahead and kick it off today. So we had a couple of albums come out um, over the past couple of weeks. It's been a little bit sparse here lately for the new projects. I know for a while we were getting just. Everybody was dropping, it seemed like. So it's starting to slow down a little bit as we move deeper into the summer. But uh, today we got three going to be bringing to you all. Let's start off with the uh, Young Buck Project. Oh, we, we, we ain't going to do that top three? Oh, I got yeah, that top three. I got that top three on, on deck for y'all. Oh, today, never mind. Boy. Top three music theme movies. I, I skipped that one. What's going on? What's your first one, Jason? I got my first one. Okay. So my coming into my number three is a recent entry because mm. I want everybody to check it out and see uh, Summer of Soul on Hulu. Go check that Shit, out. It talks about the 1969 Black Woodstock that nobody talks about, which I never even knew about until I watched this documentary on it. So mm -hmm. I definitely wanted to put it on my list just so I get everybody to check it out. This on Hulu. If you don't got the Hulu using password, hell, I will give you mine to make you go watch this because it's awesome. It had all the biggest acts of that era, Slime Family Stone, Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight and the Pips. Like, you name them, they pretty much was on there, man. Um 4D, which and then I didn't know that cats didn't know that 4D and all of them was black until mm -hmm. they got on that stage, which I knew, but I mean I'm listening to them years down the road compared yeah. to in that era. So uh yeah, number three for me is gonna be Summer Soul on Hulu right now. Check it out. You know what's crazy? I've watched videos of that shit, and I I only know that they're from that from the clips from the movie. So I've watched videos of live for, for performances from that shit and didn't know. That that's what it was and shit. Mm. Right, right. Yeah, that's just wild. I gotta check that's it out. I gotta check uh, it out. I'm not really in the movie music movie, so I'm just gonna pick three random shits. Mm -hmm. Uh, my number three is gonna be Grease. 
You the, the most pro black person on this show picked the white man musical. All right, that's you right. right. <laughs> he ain't picked the Wiz. He ain't. <laughs> oh, we didn't get to my number one and two, Brad. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Hey, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Don't ruin the magic. Come on, let him breathe. Uh, well, my number three is going to be the um the Michael Jackson The was it Jackson an American Story or something like that? Is that what it's called? Oh shit, he going back with uh Jason Weaver playing MJ. Was that oh, shit. Was yeah, all right. yeah, 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 with the with the with the white white face paint on. Flex is playing MJ. <laughs> Wait, no, no, was he playing MJ in that one? That was a separate one. Okay, that was thinking, okay I'm yeah, yeah, it was a okay. different one. I don't even think it got that far in the um the, the Wheaton Jones. I think he was just a kid for the most part. And then I think it kind of covered a little bit when he got older, but Nothing like that Flex Alexander, Flex Washington Jones. I remember he was trying to do the moonwalk. It looked like somebody hit him oh. in the face with a bag of flour. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's mad, my number mad, three. Mad white girls ask. Uh, <laughs> yeah, facts. Uh, my number two, it's funny you went Michael Jackson with that. My number two, and I know it's a terrible movie, guys, but I loved it as a kid. And I even got the Schmuckle on a 4K DVD, bro. I'm going Moonwalker, Michael Jackson. It's my number two. Hey, I know it's bad, bro, but you can't lie. When you put that joint on, that first opening montage where they playing all the songs, mm-hmm. yeah, that shit go off, bro. So <laughs> the I'm shit go with, uh... that, that shit sucks. <laughs> but all right, yeah, we'll go with it. And plus, the Moonwalker uh, movie gave us the Moonwalker video game, which is tight as hell, too. So that's what I'm <laughs> going with that. Number two on that, MJ, Moonwalker. <laughs> Uh, I only threw I only threw Grease in there for uh for our other listeners and shit. We're going super black now. Uh my 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 top two are it's no it's just two top ones. So uh I'll just pick one. We're gonna go five heartbeats. Ooh okay. classic. Yeah, yeah. Robert Townsend, man, classic. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go five heartbeats. That's 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 just what it is. Uh-huh. It's a house. What you got, Sudo? What's your number two? Uh, my next one. Actually, I will have to say the Wiz. I think I had something else in mind, but you mentioned the Wiz. I'm like, man, yeah, that's that's up there for me. That's a great all around film musical. Tons of talent in there. The music was great. Um. It was really cool seeing how they flipped everything too. You know, they gave everything a little bit more flavor, like the the whole, you know, metro scene. That kind of freaked me out when I was little too. When they were running through the metro and them little things was chasing them, that weird music was kicking off. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> the, the only thing about the Wiz that's straight, Dickums is one. Diana Ross down there forty playing some <laughs> damn Dorothy like she acting like she's some teenager. But all right, it's Diana Ross. It's the Queen. Right. The second thing is. How your homegirl gonna be sitting on a toilet as a throne? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all this, all this weird, I don't know, man. All this weird hate, man. You should have picked Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. All right, man. My number one is a cheat code, man. And I'm I'm just gonna say it up, up front. It's a cheat code. Cause y'all gonna be like, nah, but then when you think about it, you're gonna be like, okay. My number one is the last dragon, bruh. Ain't nobody fucking with Bruce Leroy, homie. 
<laughs> no, it's, first of all, that's like boy, that's my top one of my top five favorite movies, hands down. Yeah, hands down. But is that shit a music movie? Dude, it's a motherfucking music video in the middle of a movie. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> it's like and, and even, even, even the white girl sorry ass music video in there. You got the sister. Uh, what was it? Was that Vanity? She got a music video in it. The whole premise of the thing is trying to go to the whole thing to, so homeboy can pop, lock, and drop it and shit. So look here, man. It ain't more musical than that. Even show enough, he got a whole song. He got a theme song. Motherfucker, scream his name like. So yes, it's, I said it's a cheat code. I did say it's a cheat code. I'm, I'm blending the lines, real pulling it, but you're not gonna tell me Bruce Leroy. You're gonna get that cease and desist. They're gonna come after you next. Week. <laughs> if anybody want to watch Last Dragon, listen to all the music in it. Actually, and one that made my fucking was it Barry Gordy or Quincy Jones? Barry Gordy and them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Motown creator. Makes it. That's my shit. Thank you. So you just singing it. You just. <laughs> Well, like a Bruce hit him with the <laughs> with the glow. Bruce, Bruce got the glow. That's it. I can dig it. Oh man! Uh, like I said, my number, my number one, my number two is equal. We going to Temptations movie, man. There you go. That's there it. Go. That's it. Ain't nothing. Ain't nobody see you, Otis. Leon, <laughs> yep, Leon boy. Crack house is going. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs> as quiet as it's kept. That was in the era where Leon was in every black movie. Like, yeah. It was a black movie. Yeah. Leon was in everything, bro. Everything, dog. Madonna videos. Like, he was in everything. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, you're right. that, that was an era. Like, everybody sleep on because everybody get that. What's the Joker? Blair Washington, his props when he was in every black movie for yeah, him. Yeah, Nobody yeah, get yeah. Leon his props when Leon yeah. was in every yeah, black that movie. Guy. Yeah. Cool. I just, that nigga was doing uh, What's the shit with the basketball shit, man? Uh, fuck, a bird rim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was I a thought very it was funny movie, how his uh, afro changed during the movie. Like at first, the whole jump was full. Then he came back, that, like half that jump was cut off. He had like a flat top afro. I was like, whoa. My man, that, was, that was the drugs. That was the drugs. Was that, that cocaine, cocaine boy. Cocaine. Actually, <laughs> actually, David Ruffin's on that uh, that uh, summer soul. And yeah, man, he he killed that shit. But you could tell it's creeping in that crack 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 era, boy. Because <laughs> that joke will look a little shot. He getting a little shot of that. <laughs> man. Mm, mm, mm. All right. What All you right. got suited up? What's your number one suited up? Man, I don't know how y'all missed this one. Straight out of low cash, a crazy mother named Gusto. I saw oh, yeah, your yeah, yeah. mother as a hoe. I'm black, yo. I'm black, yo. I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, black, yo. Yo, you gotta go with CB4. Oh, gotta go that's with a CB4. classic, man. My biggity, biggity balls. That's a classic. <laughs> on my balls. That. Yeah, man. I I'm kind of mad, man. They ain't put that on my list now. Damn. Yeah, that job was just—it's such a great parody of like all the movies and stuff that was coming out at the time. Chris Rock was in rare form in that job. Right? Uh, here's a question because I debated people with this one. I know I think we're gonna stand, but I just want to throw it out there. Um, CB4 versus damn, I can't think of the movie. The um, don't say the Dave Chappelle huh? joint. Not nah, the Dave Chappelle joint, the getting high joint. Um, half baked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half baked. CB4 versus half baked. Which I'm I take. CB4. Yeah, CB4. 
Yeah, I am too. But I had motherfuckers <laughs> argue with me, be like, "Nah, I have." Ba-. Naturally, it was white. So, mm-hmm. anyway, maybe if you're like a, a stoner the, or something, the funny, then yeah. The but I don't know. Some people are way funnier than me. The funniest part in that shit was when he was like, he was like, I'm Cuban, baby. I am Cuban, thing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, because mostly everybody do the whole, you know, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck You're you. Cool. I'm out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so, but nah, yeah. I argue with someone. I was like, man, come on. CB4 is blowing, blowtorch and fucking uh, yeah. half-baked, man. Get out of here, but. Yeah. Can't still argue with me about it, like it's like like it's a real competition. Exactly, exactly. So there you go. There you have it. Our top three music theme movies. Um, nice little roundup. If you haven't seen any of those, definitely recommend you check them out. Now, going back to where I was going before I jumped the gun, there. Uh, let's get into that Young Buck project, everybody. Uh, it was called Forty Days and Forty Nights. I don't know to call this an album or EP or anything. I don't know. It's only like a seven tracks. Um, pretty short listen, but I overall enjoyed it. Uh, I think Young Buck did a good job rapping on the project. Um, some of the features were pretty good, too. I'm trying to think. None of the songs stuck out to me a lot more than the others. Um, aside from the one... I'm trying to think which one is it enough is enough because i know he was kind of talking about some beef in the industry and stuff and now and so that was kind of cool hearing that but i just think overall it's a good project if you're a g-unit fan you know back in the day you enjoyed their music or you're a buck fan definitely listen to it because it's good music i probably give it like a cool three and a half um so what's that if my girl had it on i listened to it but i listened right. to it intently there you go we put it down um, did he talk about the transmissions in there no, no. <laughs> you talk about the name. Uh, I'm going, I, I listened to it, man. I mean, if somebody would have told me in, let's say, 2004, five, let's go with that, that in 2021, the best albums from June Unit would have been Banks and Buck, I probably would have laughed you out of the, the thing. I'd have been like, man, you, you, you got to be smoking something. You, mm-hmm. you want that David Ruffin. It's funny that, like, 50 is so far gone now from the rap thing that, like, I don't even know if, if, if 50 came out with an album, would we even care at this point? I mean, I guess we would care because it'd be yeah. a long time since we had one, but do you even think it'd be better than these two albums? Because I don't even think if 50 came out with an album, it's better than... I know it won't be better than Banks. Yeah, definitely I, I mean, not. I don't even think it'd be better than this with this Young Buck project, man. Like, Buck is spitting on him. He's still showing that despite all the stuff that's going on with him, he still got bars. And uh, I was, again, I was thoroughly impressed because I was really, I, I'm going to keep it 100. I was going into this project thinking, oh, I'm about to shred this shit. I was about <laughs> to get my Super Sejan on and just go to town on this, bro. It was about to be Planet Namek time because I was about Damn. to blow this whole thing the fuck out. And then Buck was spitting on it, man. And again, it helped too because it's like 27 minutes. So yeah. before it overruns his welcome, the album's over. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that was all right. So. Uh, shout out to Buck. I think with you, I think I'm maybe a little lower because mm-hmm. it is a little shorter, and I yeah. think he does kind of push the, and the songs are kind of short too. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna probably say, you know, if my man put it on, I definitely will listen. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The young Buck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got next. Who we got next to them? <laughs> oh man, moving right along. We're gonna go over to uh, Coach the Ghost. So this is, I think he knew on the scene. I've not really heard of the artist before. I know uh, Big J brought it to our attention. Gentlemen, how'd you feel about the project? I didn't get a chance to listen to this one. 
Actually, uh, this is a Nip's pick, man. So I'll start and I'll kind of let him go with it. Now, I, I'll admit, I rocks with drill beats. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to front, I ain't going to hold you like them, that drill shit. Like, I rocks with the beats real heavily. I always feel like the cats that rap on it, though, are always in some like chill, relaxed pocket. So for me, hearing Coach the Ghost, like, I felt like this is the first time I got a cat. That was like American on a drill beat that was aggressive as hell, like mm-hmm. rapping. Right. And that right. was different for me because usually the American cats, they all want to oh, lay back and kind of, yeah, yeah. And he was like attacking the beat, but mm-hmm. was still in the pocket. His flow was still clean. And this first time I heard from this dude. So for me, it was like, oh shit, like homeboy is, is he he's going in now. The only con I have is not a him issue, it's a drill issue. After about six, seven songs, you get, tired you get to shit. that point. Yeah, because yeah, 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 the beat, the yeah. underlying beat's the same. They may mm-hmm. sprinkle some changes, but the underlying thing is the same. And that's when you yeah. get like, okay, so this album was like what size 27, 35 like four, minutes? Four, 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 five songs? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'd be all over it. So uh, I did fucks with it though. Like, and for anybody, if you're a drill fan, I think I will put this at a four. If you're not a drill fan like me, but you can respect the craft and you respect if it's a dude that can really just rap on it. Yeah. I'm probably gonna put it like three and a half. If my man puts it on, I will listen close to that. I will bootleg it because I mean, like I said, I, I was pleasantly surprised. And dude's lyric was tight. I think my favorite songs on there was a uh, Suicide Squad and Body for Bo- Body for Body, which were actually the two songs that were right back next to each other. So, um, nah, man, I get this high praise, man. I'm, it's weird every week I come in here, and I'm pleasantly surprised by people's albums, man. And this definitely was the the one that surprised me the most. So. Yeah, I'm there with you. What you what you got, Nip? What's the uh I can't think of it. I didn't write this shit down. What's the second joint on there tomorrow? I'm, I'm about to rob you niggas or some shit like that. He's he gonna get robbed. Who was that? That, yeah. that's, that's... <laughs> uh that one was shit. I had it. I actually had the listing up too and I dropped it. Um oh, so that one was let's see, ghost stories. Uh was it Blicky Blickums Blickums? Yeah, some shit like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my yeah, shit right there. <laughs> That's my joint. Uh, I, I, yeah, I feel the same way about it. Like after a few songs, I'm just kind of like, all right, I can't, I can't listen to this shit all mm-hmm. the way through. And that shit was like what, like 17, 18 songs, some shit like that, sixteen yeah, songs. Yeah. yeah, it was. I started skip. I started skipping shit. I know, like I got to the first like <laughs> seven, or eight, and I would listen to the first minute and be like, all right, it's enough of that one, and I'm going to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Uh, no, that was the other guy. Yeah, it was it was it was cool. I, I thought he had one on it was Savage, but I think that was a uh, um a different album. I thought he had one with 21 Savage on there. Um nah, he, 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 I thought he did too. No, nah, yeah, it must have been the other one. No, I'm thinking about G Herbo. I know Herb G Herbo had, had 21 Savage, right? Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, same thing. Drill, classic drill shit. It was it was cool, like you ready to put your ski mask on and rob a nigga and shit. But then after, yeah, after after song six, it's like, all right, we, we can go ahead and pass what, this shit. Right. Which is I'm funny. Like, I just look at the time. It's only 38 minutes long. And I'm like, damn, the album felt a lot longer. When I it's got definitely down, so like, long. It's like, damn. After song two, you're like, all right, I feel like I heard this shit. So, <laughs> yeah, I give, it a, I give it a solid three. A solid two and a half, three. Mm-hmm. You know, well, somebody else got it on. I'm not going looking for Coach to Ghost. You know what I mean, unless we finna go hit a lick, and I'm too old to hit licks. So yeah, we. Not... <laughs> <laughs> I give it a solid two and a half, three. That's what's up. That's what's up. 
All right, and then moving along to our final project, we had, let me pull it up now, G Herbo's latest project, I believe it was called uh, Hall of Fame. Kidding, I think I had it as what, 25, I think? Let's see. Oh, you know what? I think I listened to the wrong album. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, pseudonym Slim. <laughs> Man, I was Man, don't worry. We, 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 you know, don't worry. We, we got still got music credibility coming from the other two. Don't <laughs> you know, worry, I listened to we'll, Hall of Fame we'll by Polo G. That's what it was. The G threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I suggested I was like, maybe listen to Polo G or, or review DMX. So I think you probably conflated it in your mind. It was like, all right. Yeah, I think well, I went pseudonym back. Slim, tell us about Polo, Polo G's album because we did not technically review it. What would you say? Okay. Yeah, Polo G's project. Um, I liked it actually. I wasn't really super familiar with uh Polo G before this. I know he had a, a few features with some larger artists, uh, and I liked him when he was on the features, so it was cool to see that he could hold his own project down. Um, there was some nice diversity on the album. He had a uh, couple different songs where it kind of showed a little bit of his range. Uh, also, got a, a song on there with Lil Dirk and uh Wayne that goes pretty hard. I think uh, Gang Gang that song he's got with Wayne is actually a single, so you probably hear that in rotation if you're out and about. Um, got a song on there with Young Thug that's hard too, so it's a good album. It's a good album. I was pleasantly surprised because he definitely wasn't on my radar, but after checking this out, uh, I, I will continue to listen to uh, Polo G's project. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely recommend you do. I probably give this a solid. 3.8. So, oh, wow. so I may have it on that. I listened to it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I forgot what review the week it came out, but I know it outsold whatever we reviewed that week. I can't remember. But uh, also, I know Polo G, like that song Rap Star, I mm-hmm. guess it's huge. I probably have never listened to that whole song because every time it gets on my playlist, mm-hmm. it starts off and it just, I, I don't know, it just don't ever hit me when it come on. And I change it. I don't know sleepy. how you. Yeah, I don't know how you guys feel, but evidently it's like huge. Like people yeah. are fucking with this song, and I have never probably listened to that song all the way through. I mean, Nip is our resident rap rap guy. What, what do you think? Have you heard it? Rap, rap star? No, I heard it. What's how? I don't know. How, how's it go? I don't. Know. Shit, you talking like, to the wrong dude on that one. It's like I've been chugging something, 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 and I need I can't even remember it. No, I'm cool. I remember it, but I can't tell you what he was saying. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And you know what's cool? My fiance made a good observation. Uh with Juice World too. Like there's kind of like a, a subwave, I feel like, in uh hip hop where they kind of emulate a little bit like rock and roll voice, like the, their diction, the way they say in the mm. words, like Juice World was big with that. And I can hear a little bit uh, of that in Polo G's voice when he's rapping too. It's like his draw is different than a lot of other hip hop artists. So I feel like that might help kind of some crossover popularity in some way, shape or form. So that was just interesting. No, I mean, it's it's a lot of them, the, the younger cats that are, they don't look at themselves as like MCs or rappers. Yeah, they look at themselves as musicians, and mm-hmm. they like they, they use the term rock star as mm-hmm. like a rap superstar. But the the image is so yeah, you're right. Like a lot of them have taken that 
kind of rocker quasi swag. I mean, that's why we get that evolution of the tight jeans and yeah. the chains hang like all that is because that they've kind of taken that whole mm-hmm. we don't want to just be looked at as like quote unquote thug rappers. We want to be looked at as like stars, celebrities. So yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and it has really moved over to the music, but I think Juice World probably I think did it the best yeah. in the essence of they were still hip hop to me, but they mm-hmm. knew they had a rock swag. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys in here is just, you know, I mean, it is what it is, man. We we know how yeah. it is. When something's popular, everybody starts biting. So yeah, yeah. Both rounds had definitely was pleasantly surprised. If you haven't heard it, give it a listen. It's a good album. All right, I guess we go into uh, G Herbo now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Battle of the G's. G's up. G Herbo twenty five. Uh, I'm gonna let you go, Nip, first because you know this is you picked this one, and I had never heard of G Herbo until this one album. So I'm gonna let you go first, Nip. Oh, what? No, I, I, yeah. I, uh, I'm not gonna say I'm a G Herbo fan. Uh, I think he's a, a solid rapper for the young, young herd generation. Uh, I think it, uh, to me, it, it kind of had the same feel as no, no, it was not a drill album, but. I think after song like four or five, I was kind of like, I'm cool off of this shit. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, I give it a solid like like three, 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 three point two five or some shit like that. Like, if somebody got a norm, I'm not going to turn it off, but I'm not going to listen to a G Herbo album. Mm. I have. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm cool. Maybe I'm cool. Single, but... Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm cool off of this shit. I'm I'm good. I mean, I came into it because I never do before. I've heard him on let's say other people's stuff, but never like an album or whatever. I, I thought it was all right. I mean, again, actually, my favorite song is T.O.P. with 21, which I feel like, again, we right. talked about this on the show. Right. Yeah. 21 gets on any track, and it's, it's just, just it's, a, like, right. it's a banger. Mm-hmm. Like, that dude is like, for the feature game, you know, I guess in hip-hop, we call it the assist. That joke is more because John Stockton, Magic Johnson, when it comes to this. Yeah, he like Ty Dolla almost with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he don't miss. He don't miss, man. It's always an easy layup when he got the rock on them. But um, I, I thought it was all right, man. I, the the biggest disappointment for me is that I I went back and listened to his oldest stuff. Thing I'm like, oh yeah, this dude, it's okay, and it was trash. And I think we were talking about it in pre when I was talking to Chris. I'm like, uh, like we're suited up. I'm like. I don't feel like this is the same rapper. When I listen to the other <laughs> albums, I listen to this one. I was like, mm-hmm. "What? Like this is the same dude?" Now the other albums I listen to, Homeboy be off beat rapping, and mm-hmm. I noticed this sometime on this album. He yeah, he definitely gets like, lost the beat a few times on this shit. <laughs> right, right. But the whole albums, he just be rapping whole songs off beat. I I'll be like, what, "What? What? What did he do? One of these? I bet that guy." Right, right. Be like, "Who, who said this?" <laughs> What did you just talk and rap it anyway? That was my biggest disappointment. Is I went back in his catalog, it was more, it was disappointing. But, um, I did like the subject matter. I thought he did talk the, the, the shop talk, he talked to you know the drug talk, but he also talked about his upbringing, being poor, mm-hmm. and being in tough neighborhoods. So, I thought that was dope. That always is gonna get an easy win for me, making mm-hmm. it personal. Um, it seems that anybody who guessed on the album, he would bring his A game. Like I know we talk about sometimes rappers get people get on their albums and they get destroyed on their own albums and we always dip always brings up the Jay Z thing, mm-hmm. but I, I, this album him being on this album kind of show with Nip I guess is always talking about how if some joke is up on your album you got to rip you can't yeah, let right. him rip you on your yeah. album 
And Jay, I think G Herbo, in every song he's with other people, he brings his A game. Now, I'm not saying he always wins it, but I could tell he put in that energy. So mm-hmm. that was always good to see. Uh, and like I said, lyrically, I was surprised how good he was. I, I didn't because I knew nothing of him. So I feel like for most, for the most part, anybody that's good lyrically, at least mm-hmm. have heard of and know a little bit about and look forward to. And he wasn't on my thing, and he wasn't on my radar at all. So I was surprised that he could. His bars were pretty potent and all that. So I want to give him respect on that one too. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't give Nip get his rate, rate uh, his rating off. But what is, what are you rating the Nip? No, I say about three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm right there with you. Yeah, if, I'm, if a man's put it on, I'll be like, oh, that's the G-Herbo shit. I, I like that. Like, my man puts it on, I will rock with it. Yeah, um, yeah but not, nothing crazy. Yeah, and I think we were having a good uh, pre-recorded conversation about just a lot of the younger rappers. As you can see, it's so easy to get somebody mixed up. You know, if they don't differentiate themselves, like, you know, just even ha- a lot of them have similar names. Either they got the acronyms in front of it or behind it or G something. G, just got G Herbo and, and Polo G <laughs> completely mixed up. So I think it's good that uh, it seems like he's trying to put his best foot forward and actually grow because, you know, a lot of these jokers are not going to be here the next couple of years. So it's important to kind of you know, keep bringing your A game and get better. I always appreciate an artist that can evolve over time and is able to hone their craft. So. Props to Polo. G- I mean, G Herbo. One of the G's. G's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So moving right along, we're going to jump into these singles. So as y'all can clearly see, I was all discombobulated with the agenda for today. So I'm going to let <laughs> Jay and, and Nip get into some of these singles, y'all. Gentlemen, tell me what you thought about some of these. Let's start all with right, Wasting so- Time. <laughs> uh, the first one, yeah, wasting time. Brent Fuentes featuring Drake. We already know how Nip gonna feel about. Yeah, 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 yeah. We already know Nip gonna feel about this. I thought this was alright, man. I was fucking with it. I was running with it as a single. I was like, alright, this is a good. If he putting this out as his first run for his album, yeah. good first single. I think whatever his second single is, he got to come with a little bit more heat. I thought this is a good first single. And I can see this being played when I mean I, I was gonna say when everybody get back outside. Everybody pretty much damn near outside at this point. But um, especially I can see them chopping up the jerk, the Drake part of it, and putting that out with people outside. But I was rolling with it, man. I will tell people check it out. We already know the Drake, the Drake fandom is already gonna be on it. If you're not a Drake fan like Nip, I still say listen to it. I think it's still uh, it got some good heat on that. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 you know what's crazy. Drake got some lines. Drake got some lines on this Drake, cuz. Oh, let's go. He turned up his checkmate. I said, oh, no. That nigga started like me. I'm fucking with the Drake verse, cuz. I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with the Drake verse. I, I, it's a solid joint, you know. Toxic masculinity, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? We tired of we tired of the chicks getting busy on us this summer. It's time for the folks to get back out here and do some wild shit. You know what I mean? With all the goofy shit, and with all the goofy shit, you you and your bum ass homie, she got that apartment downtown, no furniture. Fuck her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Matter of fact, fuck you. I'm gonna get us some furniture. You know what I mean? <laughs> I definitely gotta check this out, then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just give me that orange juice, that orange juice Jones vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, you and that alley cat coat wearing. You know what I'm saying? We're going with the Jamie and Fred Flash. Yeah, all the credit cards. All the credit cards. Fucking things you couldn't pronounce. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy this moment because it's the first time me and Nip agree on a Drake issue or topic. So I enjoyed this moment. Yeah, it's a milestone. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about uh Proud of the Bang with uh IDK featuring Young Thug. Um, look, man, I like Young Thug, so I can't even. Uh, Thug is one of those exceptions to the rule for me, like because mm-hmm. I know he raps like a lot of guys that I don't say I rocks with. Mm-hmm. I do rocks with Thug uh, when he be on stuff. I didn't think this was bad. I, I feel like it's kind of it's funny because I watch listen to wasting time, listen to this right after it. I felt like it's both in that toxic. Hey, like we out here and this was going down kind of movement. So now nah, I, I was here for it, man. Again, this is another one that when we get back outside, I mean it will officially go back outside. This is gonna be out there too, man. I feel wait, is this the joint with the soul sample that sound like the Delphonics? Yeah, 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 yeah.
He mm-hmm. lyrically is good on it, and it's like two minutes and thirty something seconds. So, which is a great radio thing. So, mm-hmm. now nah, I'm, I'm rocking with this Russ one. I definitely would suggest everybody listen to it. Okay, cool. Any thoughts, Nip? I thought it was jamming. I like, I, yeah, I, I thought it was jamming. Uh, not something I'd probably double back to, but I, I thought it was a solid, a solid joint. I banged with Russ. I like that the last uh, EP that he put out. Um, I can't think of the name right now, but I fucked the last EP and uh, I, I love Angel Rush. I still beat his ass, but we're gonna have to start keeping a tally. Because it's Russ. Who was that? It was somebody top of the fucking list. <laughs> Bruce Lee, Russ. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Yeah, niggas acting like this nigga can just whoop everybody's ass and shit. Fuck that. Ain't no man 140 pants can whoop everybody's ass. That ain't gonna happen. Who was that? He said he whooped LL. Remember that? He's an LL like 60 now. He said he'll whoop LL. Oh, I'll be LL. Yeah, he's too old now. He can't fucking. He's going to keep on winning. He's not on the top of the list, though. He's not number two. He's on the top of the list. Bruce Lee is number fucking one. Fuck that. Bruce Lee is number one. I'm tired of niggas acting like. Bruce Lee is away. Did y'all see the Tarantino shit that everybody talk about? Like, they mad? Yeah, yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I see. Yeah, yeah. I heard about it, yeah. I didn't watch it, but fuck that. Like, Bruce Lee will get his ass whooped. <laughs> you don't know you read that fuck about this shit. What's the next no, we don't. We don't. We don't. But yes, don't once upon a time in Hollywood, they do a show, a scene with Bruce Lee oh. getting thrashed and, uh, People were outraged. Yeah, it was yeah, pandemonium yeah. in the streets that Bruce Lee would lose a fight with somebody. <laughs> like, the daughter's, like, the daughter's like, why do you hate my dad? <laughs> right, that right. Nigga, that in real life, that nigga was like a war veteran. He would have yeah. beat the shit out of Bruce, Bruce Lee. This nigga killed niggas with his hands for real. Bruce Lee was a goddamn... He never fought nobody for real. Well, he was Tarantino, he was Tarantino a goddamn Tarantino cleaned it up a bit. And I think he... Either he quoted it in the guy's book that about that situation because the guy had a quote in there when he, I guess, him and Bruce talked afterwards, and he was saying how Bruce Lee was like, "This guy was fighting not to kill me rather than fighting against me." Well, Bruce Lee was fighting for the art of just fighting, mm-hmm. and he's like, and even the guy. Well, again, this is from the guy's testimony, not from Bruce. That Bruce was like, "Oh yeah, if it was a fight to the death, he would have killed me." Yeah, hundred percent. But even mm-hmm. he was like, but in our sparring match, he was always trained to kill. So he's fighting not to like kill, me, not to kill, rather than right. just right, right, right. So now take that with a grain of salt. But yes, even Bruce Lee admitted for all the people out there, if this is true, that yes, that guy would have killed Bruce Lee if it was a real fight to the death. Like, but neither here. Nor Everybody would have beat Bruce Lee's ass if it was a real fight. You telling me Kareem Abdul Jabbar could whoop Bruce Lee's ass? I agree. I agree. That size twenty, that little sidekick. His foot was so big coming at the screen. I'm like, good, good, good. Come on, bro. Man, fucking Bolo would have whooped this. You know what? We ain't gonna talk about. What's the next song? The next song we got reviewing single we got was S D A B, and beat. That's from Beat King featuring Two Chains and Juicy J. We are. We just gonna give. We just gonna just get the floor over to Nip and let Nip talk about this song. Oh, before we talk about this. Everybody that fought in blood sport would have ripped Bruce Lee's ass. We can both say that. <laughs> <laughs> the little monkey dude, the, the monkey style. 
yes, SCAB, yes, that's definitely my favorite song. Since I'm in the city today, I might slide over the stadium and spend about <laughs> 1500 tonight. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. And, and they better play the SBAB. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about right there. You know what I mean? Uh, as Meg gave the instructions to all the young ladies for the summer of 20, what year is this? 2021? Yeah. Hands yeah. on your knees, shaking ass on some thought shit. That's what we need for <laughs> SBAB. That's it. <laughs> Look, all right. For those who don't know, that stands for "Shake That Ass Biatch." Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we don't need to say no more than that. Nip to sum that up for us. By, by, by. <laughs> hold up, Jay. Hold up, Jay. Because this is a historic episode. We got a Meg quote. We got some Drake love. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. This, this, this is a different you know episode today, man. I'm, I'm back in love, DC. Man. That's what it is. <laughs> that blood is flowing like that, that. All that stuff is flowing now. He's like, oh, welcome home. You know what I heard that when I was back home? I went for my run this morning, got some good DC tap water in me. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling lovely. Look, dip your toes in a lake Anacostia. <laughs> He was back home, so he, yeah, he out here giving them all, all he got this week. Mm. <laughs> all right, then we got uh, I Believe It by Division featuring Mac Miller and Ty Dollar Sign. You already know I fuck with Division, you know, I fuck with Ty Dollar Sign. Those are cheat codes. I like the song a lot, and um. It, it does have a different vibe having Mac Miller on it, knowing that he's passed. So it did kind of give me like, oh, man, like it's a weird choice for them to put him on. So I wonder if they recorded this before he passed or he got they got the rights to it. I just feel like it was a weird choice to have him on this kind of song. And that's the only set I can have on it. It's just it feels it feels a little off with Mac Miller on it. And I don't know if it's because he's dead or if maybe how they probably produced it to make this song. But either or, like that's the only part I probably wouldn't <laughs> – Unless you're a division dude like me and Ty Dallason do like me, mm-hmm. if you not, I wouldn't probably refer to the song because mm-hmm. it just feels a little bit off. But I don't know. What did you think if you heard it? Uh, I, I saw an interview uh, with one of the cast of the division. I think it might have been on the Mall and Rory joint. Mm-hmm. They talking about they had to record it um, before he passed. They actually reviewed the song. Like he said, he, they reviewed that shit like a day or two before he, he passed or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Uh, yeah, not to be insensitive, I. I really don't care about white rappers. I'm going to talk about how, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you not only the client, not only the client, but he is the president. Bitch, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me and I believed it. Fuck her. Whoever she is, fuck her. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. I'm riding with the song. I'm, 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 I'm loving it. You know what I mean? I'm with all the goofy shit. Don't lie to me, bitch. <laughs> well, with that being said, uh, pseudonym, I guess we go to the culture talk. No more, no more music really left here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get into the culture talk. Um, so we got a topic from last week, I believe, was this Wendy Williams and Tabitha Brown? Um, I'll let you introduce this one. Jay, you might Go have ahead, backstory. Oh, yeah, no, I got it, I got it. So, okay. so, so, uh, I don't know if we can, we probably can add clips to it, but whatever. So, Tabitha Brown put up a post. I don't know if y'all really, uh, get down on Instagram like that, but she, like, does all, like, these, like, vegan meal prep shows and shit, something uh-huh. like this, like that, and all that shit, like that. Mm. So, um, 
<clears throat> she had posted a post saying that her and her husband, um, well, she was retiring her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, so like they've been together for 20 something years, 23, 25 years, something like that. 15 years ago, they moved to LA for her to follow her dream. Mm -hmm. And her husband was taking on jobs to help support her. He ended up being a, a, a cop uh, for LAPD. And uh, he's been working that job while she's pursuing her acting career and trying to get a break or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, through social media, a few acting gigs or whatever like that, she's finally, you know, kind of made it. Um, so after that 15, these 15 years, she's saying like, all right, boss, like I'm tired of worried, being worried about you while you go out on these streets, wearing a vest, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't want you doing that no more. I got enough money now through you supported me in my quest to become an actor. Now mm -hmm. I want to support you in whatever it is that you want to do. I know mm -hmm. being a cop, was that was the job that you took to help support this family. I want you to do what you want to do. So he has a nonprofit where he helps out kids, whatever he coaches and shit mm -hmm. like that. He wants him to actually, I guess, work in cliche shit, work in his yeah. purpose or, you know, dream and, and do what he wants to do. Um, and then Wendy Williams, bad built ass, <laughs> got, on, got on TV and was like, oh, I, 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 I predict that marriage is going to be in trouble in five years. And, you don't do this. I've been that woman before, and woo, 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 and they're talking this shit. And uh, of course, not of course, but Tabitha came back and was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna pray that you find love, and and find that you love somebody that will somebody that will love you to, to sacrifice their life, and you sacrifice whatever you gotta sacrifice, and then some real shit." Yeah. And you know, I was right with her, like. You pixie stick leg bitch. Like, I'm tired of you talking about motherfuckers I fuck with. You came in Benny the Butcher. You came yeah. in Tabitha. Like, fuck that, dog. You can't fuck with black love, cuz. Like, just because nobody want to fuck on you don't mean somebody else don't, don't love somebody else. She's going to mess hey, around look, and fall out Wendy, again. Wendy, you got a lot of money. I will fuck on you. You got a lot of money. I'm you not fucking on you. I don't care how much... I don't care how much money she got, dog. She built, she built like a nigga from the waist down. She built like a goddamn NBA player from '78, dog. Fuck that. I'm cool. I'm not fucking on that. Oh. I'm cool. I'm so, cool. To, to address the issue, <laughs> <laughs> one, like I always say, I'm never going to talk about you know our folk on here. But I will oh, say no. this: What's up? I'm talking about. I'm talking bad about her. <laughs> Oh no! I, I said I she will. Was, I always said y'all got free reign. Y'all can do whatever y'all want she, to do. She could. She could have been a star in Tropic Thunder with them fucking legs. Goddamn! Not Tropic Thunder. What was that? What was that? What was Tropic Thunder. She could have been in Tropic Thunder and goddamn. What was the shit with uh Will Ferrell and and Andre Three Thousand? Uh, the basketball movie. Oh, oh um, <laughs> I don't even remember. But I remember, I remember the movie. I don't remember the name. <laughs> then they were the Tropics. Tropic Thunder as a soldier too, though. Oh goddamn green army toy built ass bitch. I can't stand that motherfucker, man. Oh loose wig ass bitch. Hey, what you say, Jay? <laughs> so <laughs> all right, I was gonna say, um <laughs> Semi Pro is the name of the movie. Semi Pro. Semi -pro that's it. That's the shit. She could have started that shit. She's a goddamn sinner. That's what she is. She's a sinner in the ABA. That's the fuck she's built like. Uh, I was going to say, I'm not going to talk bad about our people here, but I will say this. Um, just to, to sum it up easy, because I'll let Susan and them probably give us those pearls of advice, but hurt people hurt people, right? Mm -hmm. 
And, and her situation, she got hurt, she got burnt, whatever she want to claim. So for her, she's looking through the perspective of those eyes and those glasses because the only thing she's lived is her life and her life experience. So for her to come at somebody else for doing what I think is an admirable thing, especially when your fucking husband is a cop. Like, it's not like this dude is working, like, behind a desk every day, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. This dude can get shot and killed tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And the, for her to say, hey, look, when we didn't have nothing, he went out and did a job that he didn't want to do mm -hmm. and put it, gave us what we needed. Now, I made it. Cool. Retire yourself. Focus on what you want to do because you let me do what I wanted to do. That is amazing. That is wonderful. But Wendy can only see through her eyes of, hey, I told my husband kind of that same shit, and look what he did to me. Now, Truth be told, her husband's been a bad guy and has been noted to have been a bad guy for yeah. a lot of people have said that out of their mouth and she ignored that. So we can't go that far. But I will say this to Wendy. I think, like always, hurt people hurt, try to hurt people. Yeah. And the last thing of it is like homegirl response, Tabitha's response, which I didn't listen to, it was perfect. It was like, yeah. I'm going to pray for you. Because you know what? If Tabitha would have clapped back for real, it would have gave Wendy more shit to go on. But with Tabitha being like, I mean, able, with Tabitha being like, nah, I'm just going to pray for you and I hope that you get what I have because I think that's what you need because you're hurting mm -hmm. is the best response she could have gave because now what Wendy going to do? Wendy got to keep going even lower. It's going to make Wendy look even worse, which yeah. I know Wendy Williams do not care about. But it, it ain't a good look. So I would just say this. Hurt people try to hurt people, man. And that was Wendy's attempt. And I'm glad she made sure she checked that shit real early and was like, nah, we're not doing this nonsense. I'll pray for you. So mm -hmm. soon enough, what you got? I'm yeah. petting the grass. Fuck that. Go low. When they go low, <laughs> we hit the flow. Fuck that. <laughs> we go high when they go. Fuck that. When they go low, we hit the flow. Fuck her spotty head ass. Passing out on screen ass, head ass. Nah, fuck her. <laughs> no, when they go low, you hit that bus driver uppercut. When they do <laughs> fuck it right. You're going to jail now. <laughs> That's funny. No, man, I definitely agree with um the sentiments that have been shared so far. Um, one, that's a flex by Ms. Brown. Definitely, like, retiring your spouse, that's hard. Why, why are you going to hate on that? And then, on top of that, like Jay was saying, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Don't apply your situation to somebody else's experience, because it's not going to match up. You're trying to put a square peg in a circular hole, you know? It's not always going to fit. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that she had a great response. Um, like you said, kind of kept it classy, kept it moving, not really interested in the back and forth. And, you know, I, I just wish kind of some of our stars that are, I guess, shock jocks more or less would kind of be a little bit more responsible when they're dealing with people from our community, I feel like things like what Ms. Brown did should be commendable. They should be looked up to and revered because, you know, that's an example of black love. Like, OK, they went out on a chance. The husband, you know, did what he had to do, sacrifice, able to put the wife in a good position so that she could prosper and ultimately help the husband out. And now they're able to live their best life, you know, going forward. And it was a long grind. And I'm sure it took a lot of stress on them. But. These are more the stories, you know, we need to continue to support and uplift versus trying to say, oh, I've been in that situation. It's going to end bad in five years. So she can get some little snaps or applause or whatever on her show. This is crazy. But, hey, what can you do? She's When you're trying to make her money, too, I understand it. But, you know, at some point, you got to have a soul. Man, teamwork make the dream work, man. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck her. Fuck her. <laughs> no. Man, fuck. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Man, we're not gonna act like that. 
that her husband was getting to the paper before she got with him, bro. Yeah. Like, she didn't have no bum-ass nigga that she was with and, and, and told him to, like, get bread. He was getting chicken before you. Like, well, you didn't elevate this nigga to some new standard of living. Like, get the fuck out of Now, I agree. He was getting the money. That but, nigga was not a bus driver or a fucking trash truck. Was way more than what he was doing by himself. Let's not get the game wrecked. Cuz was getting, getting paper, cuz. Cuz he wasn't getting Wendy off. Williams paper. Nip. Stop it, Nip. You're not gonna act like this dude ain't <laughs> profit off of her. Are you Dude. right? I don't even. I don't even know why he was married to the bitch for real. For real, I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> like it's not no amount of money that's gonna make me go to sleep with a motherfucker built like that, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. I can't argue with that, but there's no way, bro. She just come to my doorstep like, "Yo, marry me today," and I'm like, "Yo, so I'm just gonna be poor for the rest. I'm just gonna continue to be poor." I'm not gonna marry you, son. She don't want me. And if I do marry you, you best believe I'm hitting all the hosts. Like, what's the what here? She got Alicia out each year. Resign it, renew the lease. I don't even know if I would even switch gears because the next gear is, more, is just as controversial. So let's talk about Mr. Cosby leaning back as he leaves the courtroom because he didn't got off hey! for uh, <laughs> the three years. Three years in jail, the courts mm. overturned the decision, rightfully so, because they unsealed documents that helped in putting him in jail that were not supposed to be unsealed. Yeah. The courts did uh, basically was unconstitutional and against their procedure. And mm. so Mr. Cosby has been set free and they cannot put him back on trial because that will be considered double jeopardy. And mm. so he literally was legitimately cleared of all the charges of this situation going forward. Um, we know how Nip is going to feel, so let's start off with pseudonym first. And I'm going to give mine and then we'll end with Nip because then we're going to end the show and just, <laughs> just walk away because we're not yet. Ladies and gentlemen, let you know now we're not going to argue because I'm not going to do this with this man depending on what he say. Are we just going to let him get it off and we're going to walk away? Look, look, take a shot real quick while I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so, Suda, what is your thoughts on oh, Dr. Man. I'm disrespect. I disrespected him. On Dr. Cosby being released, because he is a doctor. We need to give him his Man, uh, I mean, what can you say? I think, you know, it's just our justice system is so weird and it's so nuanced and everything like that. I mean, most people know he did some foul shit, right? I'm not going to deny that. But the person's on trial, you tell the person, hey, you know, if you, I don't know, whatever, you explain the situations that go on or whatnot, and we can't try you, you know, after this, we're not going to bring it up. And then you bring it up and jail somebody for three years, you know, that's not right. So am I glad that he got out of jail? I don't really care either way, personally. Um, I'm glad they, they kind of upheld their own specific ruling in this case and, you know, overturned something that was done wrongfully but i mean i feel like when you got that many people coming out the woodwork and and just saying all this kind of stuff i, I feel like it was there's got to be some truth in it i could see if it's like uh what's homeboy that made um 
dang, oh, he made the jump. It used to be like an old KKK film, and then he read Birth of a Nation. Yeah. What was that guy's name? Um, shit, he went to Penn State. Nate Turner, Nate Turner, or some shit like that. Yeah, I think that his made name the is film though. But his name was like Nate something. It was something close to Nate Turner. It was like yeah, Nate yeah. something or whatever. Yeah. yeah he went to Penn on. State. I should know this, but go ahead, keep going. Yeah, you know when you have um, situations like that. Uh, Nate Parker is the gentleman's name. Nate Parker, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And you got like one rando come out the woodwork when somebody's about to do something big that could, you know, potentially shift culture or something. And then out of the blue, you got a, a magic sexual assault case or something come out the woodwork. I feel like that's a little bit fishy. But in that case, that's one situation. We're not talking about like 30 some odd people over multiple years and just a, a general. You know, notion in the community that day, this person's a sleaze ball. He'd be doing some wild stuff. So, I mean, just to wrap it up, I'm glad that they upheld their own standing and they realized that, okay, we unjustly jailed somebody for something that we said we wouldn't do. I can appreciate the pop, you know, the legalese behind it, but I mean, I'm not a Bill Cosby fan. I think he definitely did some wild stuff. Pill Cosby, man. It's crazy. Yeah, stop, stop loosening it up, Nip. Uh, but going to the <laughs> Take another shot. Take another shot. Going to that Nate Parker thing, too, and, and and I'm glad you brought that up because that was another case of he was acquitted of those charges. Yeah. And they just brought it back up, and they didn't put it in context. And it pretty much, I'm not going to say it killed that movie, but it took a lot away from that movie from what a lot of, I would be real. A lot of white people probably would have saw that movie and mm-hmm. would have been twelve years enslaved it and put it up in the higher echelons. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them were like disgusted by him, quote unquote, mm-hmm. when he was acquitted and was not charged, and they didn't go see that movie. But besides the point of that, here's the only context I want to give on it: is that two two things can be true at once. Yeah, can the court system screw over black folks and put them in jail unjustly? Absolutely. Was Bill Cosby one of those people? Absolutely. From the, what the courts say that was supposed to be done, mm-hmm. but also it could be true that Bill Cosby probably deserved to be in jail. <laughs> maybe not in this era now, in the eighties, like mm-hmm. with him being eighty years old. But maybe way back when, he probably should have served some time if it was legitimate and these claims were, were are for real. I tend to believe that with that many people coming out, that is some truth to some validity of it. I think a portion could be gold diggers. I think a portion could be victims. I think a smaller, even smaller portion are people that if something happened, but they just they deal with it and move on, and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, how they compartmentalize that kind of trauma. But all that being said, both of those things can be true. Mm-hmm. So I get tired when people go, Oh, don't be happy, Bill Cosby out. So you should support the rapist. And it's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm supporting that a black man in the justice system got the justice he deserved based on what the justice system said he was allowed to have. Yeah. On the other token, I cannot be for rape because I'm glad the justice system did what their job was. Mm-hmm. I'm against rape but or sexual abuse or sexual assault. But at the end of the day, you had a chance to put him in jail. You chose to say, speak the truth and we'll absolve you of all of this. And he took that deal. That is the court system. That's the court's problem. They made those rules. He went by it because either you didn't have enough information back then to put him in jail. So that's why you made that deal with him. Or you just had bad, you know, people that represented the, uh, the defendants or the state. Either or, it ain't my problem. The point is, I'm trying to say is that the justice worked the same way it worked for some white folks for once. And on the same token, Bill Cosby can still be a nasty dude. I don't know, 
But from what I'm hearing, yeah, he's probably a nasty dude. Okay, they're both those things can be right at the same time. So please don't at me or come at me when it's like, oh, how can you, man, fuck off. Like, <laughs> stop it. And usually it usually be white folks, too, that come and try to come at me about it. How can mm. you, blah, blah, blah. The same way y'all can look at niggas getting hung and be like, well, I mean, anti-lynching bill, I mean, it's not necessary because we got hate crime laws. So don't tell me about, like, what you care about with the justice system. Or don't Like, it is what it is. And all the people that are like, Oh, I'm so happy Bill Crosby got off because he ain't do shit. He the man, blah, blah. Like, stop it. Stop it. Like, we can root, we can root for OJ winning his case, too. Don't mean OJ ain't killed him, jokers. OJ did shit. Again, by the law, you correct. By civil law, he did because he had to pay civilly. So at the end of the day, like I said again, it, all these things can be true at the same time. We don't have to be like, if you do this side, you can't be on this side. No, I'm on both sides. Hey, great, good job, justice system, for getting it right. I wish he didn't have to sit in jail for three years for you to get this right. Mm -hmm. That's my issue. The joke had to sit in jail for three years for something he shouldn't even spent one day in jail for. That I think that that, that hopefully he sues the state or whatever and gets his money and gets his bread from that. Mm -hmm. But the other side too is that I can think that Bill Cosby may be a dude with lacking a little bit of moral character, especially from a man that told us to pull up our pants and stop having babies by numerous baby mamas and all that shit he talked to us. And this motherfucker was out here spiking motherfuckers' drinks. So uh, both can be true. So as we go ahead, I mean, let's go ahead and give this resolution to Nip. And um, oh, God, here we go, Nip. All right. The following what, message what is brought by Cosby Against White Rappers. Now introducing <laughs> our president. First of all, the law says you are innocent until proven motherfucking guilty. You can't give me a faulty trial and then say I'm guilty of something. You can't convict a man with of rape with no rape kit, no witness, no evidence, using a deposition that was from a civil suit that was supposed to be sealed. You can't do that. Hands down, unlawful. I hope he sued PA. I hope he sued the county, Delaware County, and get all this fuck motherfucking money. I hope he sued Howard for his money when they try to take his bread and and, 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 and get rid of his fucking uh, 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 his degrees and shit. I hope he sued every fucking body. Everybody. <laughs> that being said, Cosby is a creep. Like, fuck. <laughs> that nigga's a creep. <laughs> that nigga's a creep. But, to be fair, like, I have been in situations where Niggas get high, but if the goal, if we coming out tonight, wherever it is, if you come to my, if you come to my house, my hotel room, anywhere at two in the morning and start throwing pills and drinks back, you know what the intentions are. This is what it is. Now, I've also been in those situations and seen that Shorty was comatose and been like, "Go ahead, and go to sleep, little Shorty. Here goes a pillow. I'm not touching you." Morally. You can't do that. Everybody ain't got the same moral standard. Go ahead. Okay. He's a man. For everybody who's not who's uh, listening and not watching, we are showing uh, clips of Mr. Cosby leaning back on them hoes. Uh, <laughs> he definitely hit the lean back on them hoes. He definitely should. And by hoes, I mean the court system. Before somebody go, there you go with your anti the, the court system. The hoes is the court system. Oh you no, know, I'm right. talking about the hoes. You're about the I'm thinking about the home. Like, the thing was cuz. You can't come to me. He didn't not. 
None of the, none of the deposition or any claims, accusations, nothing said he forced anybody to take anything. You can't come to somebody's crib after 12, willingly take a fucking substance and not know it's party time. It's fucking party time. It's party time. How many times have you been drunk and you get home and you're like, damn, I don't remember how I got home. I agree, I, but the, the problem so, is, Nip, is that some of the women claim that they did not know they were being spiked. That's that's the issue that we're getting to. And he's admitting he put stuff in their drinks, and but in his deposition, no. he doesn't say he admitted, <laughs> admitted he put he something in his drink. Drugs, he admitted that he didn't know if they were coherent enough to make a decision or not. No, I'm saying he, he admitted admit that he to, oh, I'm slipping shit in bitches' drinks and then fucking. <laughs> He did put stuff in their drinks. The problem is, is that the women claim that they didn't know. He said they did know. They That's did where the know. intersection goes. And I'm and inclined then after to, that point and, is like you said, if they were still not unconscious from whatever they knowingly took or didn't take, it, it does he still have consent at that point? And most people, and I think everybody will, will agree, if someone's passed out, they don't have consent anymore, and right. that's where the if issue is. Correct. If you're passed out, you cannot give consent. I agree with that. If he's out here sliding the meter on shorty that unconscious, he's a fucking animal. Right. But we've all been in situations where we've been drunk and we have consented. We go, oh, yeah, I can drive home. Oh, yes, I'm a fuck on shorty. We, we're drunk. We do some shit. And then the next day, niggas is like, I don't remember doing that shit. So if I if we drunk, we high, we get busy. You're mm -hmm. coherent to me. We're fucking. We both getting busy. You not knocked out. We both getting busy. But then the mm -hmm. next day, you like, damn, I don't remember none of that shit. Who's at fault for real? Well, le legally standing, if you have any substance that makes you not yourself, you technically can't give consent, even if you give consent. So again, depending on what state you're in, let me make sure I say that. Depending what That's state cool. you're in. You cannot give consent if you take any mind-altering drugs or substances at all. Just like you couldn't sign a contract drunk. If you signed a contract, you were drunk, and somebody like wanted to argue that, and they can prove that you were drunk, they, that the contract will be null and void. It's the same situation. But That's to bullshit, your point, bro. to your point, which we talked about, it is a certain degree of personal responsibility that if you know you're going somewhere, like I said again, I have two daughters. I will tell my daughters, you never go to a man's house late in the evening or night without, like, especially if they're married, with by yourself to go meet with them about any certain thing. You need to meet during business hours if it's about business. Because anything after the business hours, to me, to my it's understanding, is fine. not real business. It's about something else. Either. Right. And so, and I know it sucks. People are like, well, that shouldn't have... And this is the reality of the world, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just stop it. Let's stop playing games. We're talking to three men on the... Three men sitting here telling you mm -hmm. that if I'm a man and I'm whatever, whatever, and I go, hey, let's go grab something to eat and at 8 o'clock at night and after we get something to eat, and I'm like, hey, let's go back to my place and have a couple of drinks and chill. Look, <laughs> unless we got a previous relationship of a friendship, like a real friendship, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm basically propositioning you without having to say, hey, I'm bringing you to my house to see if we can fuck or not. Like, and now maybe it's some guys that don't feel that way aren't doing that. But I'm teaching my daughters, like, that is what you're walking into a world. You need to think it's going to be what I'm saying, less about, mm -hmm. well, maybe he's just a nice guy and just wants to continue having a conversation. Nah. That but nice guy wants to box somewhere. A date right, is right. a date. Is a date. 
The objective of the date is for me to get in your pants, whether it's tonight or tomorrow night. The objective of the date is, is for me to get some skin. What you say, checkmate? <laughs> checkmate, bitch. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, you were most of them drinks. There, there was a, a couple drinks. Even the one where the shorty was like, oh, I felt that he had slipped me a drink. He put her in the he put her in the cab and sent her home and make sure she got home cool. Do I think that was all the way morally correct? No. But you didn't get raped. You didn't get sexually assaulted. You didn't. It didn't happen. There's no nobody has said, yo, buddy forced himself on me, buddy slipped the shit and then bopped my head off. Like, you don't know. Man. If you were punching my joint and we all doing the lose, we all doing the lose, bro. And we all gonna get busy. What the fuck are we talking? No, I don't remember it. I was on the lose. I didn't drink a handle of liquor before and woke up ass naked with a bitch like, yo, what happened? Oh, I took you down. Solid. It come with the game. <laughs> That's the title. I want to make sure I put this out. One, is this opinion. Two, I'm, I'm letting everybody know that the stance of the show, of Gladiator Cyber Podcast, is the whole stance is that anybody under any influence cannot consent. And regardless of what the situation individually is for everybody, I'm just saying that we understand that consent has to be given, and under influence, you can't give consent. That's all I'm going to say. I understand Nip is saying, he, he's not saying, he's saying similar to that, but not completely. He's basically saying that, hey, if I came to party and we partying and I but lose track of the party, that is on me because I came there with the intent to probably have sex and party. That's the what he's saying. Before understand this. <laughs> If the stance of Big Nip is, if you come, the consent was given when we started partying. That's it. If I say, come to my crib, take the lose and get drunk, we taking the lose, getting drunk, and fucking. That's the rules. Chicken <laughs> invite me over to the crib to give me the lose, and I willingly take the lose and drink the liquor. Start sweating. If she take the what? D, she take the D. Look, 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 look. We we look. We go we go in here because we're not gonna do this. <laughs> we're not gonna do this. Because what you are describing pretty much is right up against that line of just pretty much just being right. Because <laughs> if a chick can go take the lose, drink liquor, and be like, Oh, I just use them for the liquor and the lose, I want to go home, and you <laughs> and not want to fuck. And I'm saying so that is an option. And if that's oh no, no, no. I'm not, if she's still coherent enough to say, no, nigga, I'm going home, then that's the rule. Like, all right, cool. I'm not forcing nobody to do nothing. <laughs> We're not saying that. Like, no. But if you're coherent and we in here and we getting the buckety buckety, and then now tomorrow, all of a sudden, you don't know what the fuck was going on, but you was coherent as a motherfucker when you asked me to pull the ham out and get the bang of some nails. No, that ain't the way this shit works. <laughs> Uh, you got any final words to take us home here? <laughs> nah, man, this is crazy. Oh, I think Chris ain't trying to touch this. We gonna let this ride. <laughs> well, you gonna have a check mark. You two going for? Oh, 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 look, we just finna give you this bread since y'all not an act. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> y'all just gonna get down and lay down. We, we definitely got some quotables from uh, Papa Bear Nip this episode, so we're going to have a fun time coming up with a title 
for this one. But um, once again, everybody, this has been the latest episode of the Gladiator Cypher podcast. Be sure to share, like, follow, and subscribe to Candace Circus on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we're on I. We're on pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Um, a lot of viewing services. Be sure to engage with our posts. We already know we're gonna get some some comments from this one because we came in hot. <laughs> we came in hot this week. <laughs> so just try and keep them civil. But tell us, let us know what you feel like. Let us know what you felt. Um, we definitely look forward to hearing more about what our listeners got to say. But other than that, we'll see you next week. Peace. Hey man, don't pull your thing out unless you're ready to bang. <laughs> don't do this. This is a head cannon production. Circus production.